And Rhino, he's not even an issue. I don't sweat Rhino. Rhino's got him set up on the rope right here. Welcome back to another edition of the Rhino Wrestling Review. I'm your host, Dan Rhino, brought to you, of course, by our friends at ProWrestling.com. And today we've got a very special interview for you. Uh, Somebody that we had on the show about 18 months ago. It's Mike Herman, the CEO of Retrosoft Studios. They are the programming company that is releasing the new Retromania wrestling video game. Finally going to drop February 26th. The last time we had Mike on, he was talking about how they were kind of seeing the finish line of the game. But just a couple months after we spoke to him on the show, the world ended. And we've got the COVID pandemic going on. And as we kind of hopefully start to see some light at the end of the tunnel of the COVID pandemic with the vaccines coming, uh, we finally have a date for the release of Retromania Wrestling. It is the spiritual successor to the early 90s WrestleFest arcade games that I lost many, many, many quarters in. And I'm excited to talk to Mike about the additions that they have made to the game since the last time we spoke with him. Uh, Last time we spoke to him, I think we had about eight wrestlers on the roster, including... Zack Saber Jr., Colt Cabana, Tommy Dreamer, the Blue World Order, Hawk and Animal, of course, the Road Warriors. And since then, we have doubled the roster, literally doubled the roster. Uh, We've got some downloadable content coming. We have added ring announcers. Uh, Ian Riccoboni from uh, Ring of Honor is the play-by-play announcer in the game. And even our buddy... Josh Chernoff from Fight TV and Mind of the Meanie podcast and So Says Chernoff and everything else that Josh does. He's been on the show many times. Uh, He is the ring announcer in the game. It is an exciting time to be a pro wrestling slash video game fan and I'm very excited to talk to Mike Herman about it. Uh, He's going to give you all the information on new updates in the game, how to get a hold of that game come February 26th. It's going to be available on Nintendo Switch, PC, Xbox, PlayStation, everything. If you can't find the game, you're not trying very hard. So really had a fun time talking to Mike Herman. He is a big wrestling fan, and I think that you are going to see that love of pro wrestling come through in Retromania Wrestling when it is released here in a couple weeks. So I hope you guys enjoy the interview. So happy to be joined once again by the owner of Retrosoft Studios and the project lead on the upcoming Retromania Wrestling video game set to release on February 26th. It's Mike Herman. Mike, thanks for coming back on the show. 
Hey, Dan, thanks for having me. The day is almost here, Mike. February 26th, Retromania Wrestling is going to be released on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. And the last time we talked to you on this show was August of 2019. You were just a young whippersnapper of a game designer. (laughs) And we talked about Retromania uh, being released. We talked about the hurdles of game design, how you wanted it to be perfect. You didn't want to rush it out. And then a few months later, the world would totally change with, as COVID has, has seemingly affected every industry in the world in some way. Did it have a effect on RetroSoft Studios as well? Yeah, for sure. I mean, not probably as drastic as a, a lot of other places, just because we are already remote anyway. So we um, we have people working all over the world, really, on this project. So. But with that said, definitely productivity decreased, especially initially. We've slowly, once everybody got used to working on because it might not have affected the project per se, but it definitely affected everybody's individual lives per se. So um, everybody, everybody kind of, we slowed down a little bit. You know, for a couple of months, we weren't getting as much done, and uh, we slowly got back up to speed. So the last time you were on the show, like I said, uh, late 2019, at that time we talked about just what Retromania Wrestling was. It's the spiritual successor to the WrestleFest arcade game from the early 90s. We talked about the 2D pixel style, the arcade gameplay, uh, the, the large sprites on the graphics that make the wrestlers really stand out. And at the time you had a great list of licensed wrestlers that you had already secured. You had already had the Road Warriors, Tommy Dreamer, Colt Cabana, Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, is it too much of a stretch to say that there's nothing on the market right now like Retromania Wrestling? No, I would say, you know, I, you know, you got to give the closest thing would probably be Fire Pro Wrestling. Uh, but we're much more arcadey. Uh, than Fire Pro is. Fire Pro is definitely more of a simulation, but from a 2D standpoint, I would say that's the closest thing. But really, no, not that arcade really feel of game. Uh, just the pick up and play aspect, a little bit quicker matches, um, you know, more button smashing, uh, which really makes it fun. You know, it just those those things you remember in the arcade of. You know, just button smashing and doing, being able to do the moves you want to do pretty quickly. They're m- not much of a learning curve at all. So, yeah, definitely definitely nothing quite like it out there right now. I think that that pick-up-and-play concept is really important, especially in where the market for wrestling games has kind of become. I th- the, the games that I remember the most fondly are like the WrestleFest arcade games, the the Nintendo are the uh, games on the Nintendo 64, you know the WCW and the WWE games. It just had short grapple, long grapple, you know punch kick things like that, and then it had a lot of variations based off of that. But it's almost like the the wrestling game scene has gotten overly complicated when it didn't have to be. It's almost like wrestling storytelling sometimes gets overly complicated when it doesn't really have to be. So that's why I think that you know Retromania Wrestling really has can fill a niche in the market and uh in an interview I heard you say uh, we were talking about uh, you know finishing up the games you said that the last 10% of a game takes 90% of the work. Can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, and I stole that. I heard that somewhere from it's basically an old software engineering 
uh, kind of thing. And I don't even know if I have it exactly right. It might have been like 5%, 95% of the work's the last 5%. But really just, if you talk to specifically, we brought on 10 new beta testers about two months ago. Um, and one in particular really, uh, his name was Chris, knocked it out of the park. Like he went way above and beyond. And I was talking to him like yesterday and he's just like amazed at the change from two months ago to today. It's almost like it's a completely different game. Uh, just because of that level of polish you're able to add, getting rid of the bugs. We, you know, within the last probably three months, we've redone all, all the menus. Um, we redone most of the audio. Uh, you know, we balanced the game, the moves of the game, and all that stuff. All those little things that just take a lot of, a lot of effort and time. Uh, to get right. Uh, so we had a good frame and good base done, but just to get all those finishing touches on it were a lot of long hours, a lot of several all-nighters, just to get everything done and working how we wanted it to. And I know when we talked last time, you you kind of had a 2020 release date in mind, <laughs> but, you, but you also talked about how it was very important to not just rush to market. It was very important to get the game right because I think it... I mean, it's it's going to affect not just this game, but affect the future of a potential franchise here. Right. If you come out with a, a stinker, or if you come out right. with a buggy game, like we saw with WWE 2K20 uh, last year, th- that could throw your whole plan for the future off uh, the tracks, can it? Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's tough because we, we came into this with zero exposure trying to build a fan base. So I would say our marketing started in 2019, and we thought it was going to be a really slow build. And once we were starting with zero, we wanted we not we wanted a fan base to promote the game to once it launched. Because part of the problem with you know a lot of indie development teams is they work real hard on a game, but then they don't have anyone they can market it to or buy it. So I was definitely concerned with building up an audience, but it almost we peaked. No, I don't think we peaked because. The last probably two weeks, we've gotten a ton of new social media exposure, but I think we ramped up quicker than we thought, so it would have been ideal if we probably would have started our promotion a little later, uh, because you do get the trolls and the people, oh, this game's never coming out, it's you know, it's taking forever, and you get, then you get ha- the other half saying, let them take their time, we don't want a bug-ridden mess of a game, we like the concept, we want, let them, give them the time to develop it. So it's it's kind of tough because you want to build that audience so you have someone to tell that your game is done, but at the same time you get people uh, you know the the vocal minority I'll say saying you know you delayed it twice it's never coming out uh, so on and so forth so I think if you know in hindsight I've definitely learned a lot of lessons um, this is my first four way four way four A into uh, game development so. Um, we definitely learned a lot of things around just the marketing of a game, and and just it's really tough to get that release date right. Let alone during a non-COVID environment, um, you know. Just in, and in this, it's been really tough. So, was it was it difficult not to take some of the the criticism, like you said, from the vocal minority? Was it tough not to take that personally because of something that you've been working on? I think I heard in another interview this the seed of this game started seven seven or eight years ago and so this is yeah it's been something you've been it's it's been like your baby for a long time yeah you get a lot of armchair quarterbacks who who you know may not most of which and i won't say all most of which don't have the design experience game design experience 
haven't made a video game before and trying to get all the everything clicking together and do the marketing at the right time and get, finish the game at the right time and get as many bugs as you can out of the game at once and, and they'll start pit, nitpicking holes in it and then you fix this and another leak pops up somewhere else that they'll complain about so there's just you know it's tough I've never really been out there in social media before so it's it takes some you know it takes a lot and you know just being a podcast you get criticism people may not like a show or something or you didn't ask an appropriate question and you get feedback and and mo like I'll say most of the time it's good constructive feedback people are well mannered I will say that most of the time that's it but the ones you as a content creator zero in on and take to heart more are the negative ones and you're like why would he say that you know like why would someone come at me like that at this project like that if you don't like it just don't follow it go somewhere else because I guess think that's how I looked if I don't like something I almost don't take my energy to post negative stuff it may it's just not for me and I move on if I'm really interested in it, I'll try to offer constructive feedback you know and I think there's a lot of people out there and I think it's a big problem in social media um, that people are have you know stick their chest out when they're behind a computer screen and you know what it's just up to us to ignore that and push it aside it's always gonna happen it's never not gonna happen and just try to take the good and roll with the good you know with that said there's been a lot of great and we've made a ton of changes based on great fan feedback critical feedback but appropriate critical feedback you know so I don't want to I don't want to diminish any of that because we have gotten some great comments and made a lot of great changes uh, where we we were zigging and we needed to zag somewhere and people mentioned that to us um, and we definitely made changes so you want to read the feedback it's just tough it is tough on your ego right it's tough mm -hmm. on your ego here in some of the stuff where people don't have uh, any filter at all and they're just uh, where it might not even come off as bad if you were talking to them face to face but there's it's tough to get context around you know text all the time so you just gotta gotta take the good with the bad yeah that's definitely true it's social media has been one of the greatest inventions in human history but it has also a been a a curse for for many people and for many reasons it's two sides of the same coin like you said you got valuable feedback via social media but you're also going to get people that are just going to want to see you fail unfortunately right. because that's just that's just the that's human nature that's humankind and social media is just an extension of that but February 26th Mike it's happening Retromania Wrestling Nintendo Switch last time we talked we it was uh, Nintendo Switch and the PC and you were talking about the potential of maybe getting PlayStation and Xbox, but it looks like that's happening now as well. So let's talk about what else has been different since the last time we spoke. We're up to 16 playable characters, uh, plus one downloadable. Impact Wrestling's Chris Bay is going yep. to be there from, from day one, downloadable. We've added NWA champion Nick Aldis. Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, Johnny Retro, better known as John Morrison in WWE, or Johnny Nitro, or Johnny uh, Mundo, or whatever, Johnny Impact, whatever uh, he just, whatever company he has to be in, which is perfect for this game, by the way. He's in Retromania. He's got to be Johnny Retro. Uh, Nikita Koloff, and then indie favorite Warhorse, even through the fan voting that you did on the Indie Mania tournament that you hosted. And you even got uh, Ring of Honor's Ian Riccoboni to to do the uh, play-by-play. 
Uh, our buddy Josh Chernoff is in the game as a ring announcer. So with all the additions that you made, do you have any cool stories about securing any of these talents? Maybe someone you were surprised to get or someone you really wanted that the ops that you had to go overcome a lot of obstacles to get them into the game? I think they are, you know, the ones we got were pretty easy to deal with. Uh, I'd say the, the one, the one, the one interesting story, probably the most interesting story I had is with, with John Hennigan, you know, Johnny retro. Um, Cause he, we, he was hung up on the number of social media requirements that we put in the contract. Um, and it, it got to a point where we were both ready to just, hey, part, you know, it's just not going to work out. We're, we're not aligned philosophically. There's no hard feelings. And then he, he said that to me. And then I said, all right, well, here's the artwork I was, we were going to do just so you know what it was going to look like. And he's like, dude, are you around? Can we just get on the phone? So <laughs> he called me, and it was like – I think it was like 2 a.m. my time or like 1 a.m. my time because he was on the West Coast at the time. And – um so he was working out late and he's like, we got on the phone. We talked for about 20 minutes and we worked it out. Um, and we, we, we changed a little bit of the language to we were both comfortable and that was it. So it's amazing. Like you said, we, we did most of these. I didn't talk to, I'd say I talked to about half of the guys personally. Um, Mike Archer, who, who works on the game as kind of handles all the licensing talked to the other half. For the most part, they were all pretty easy. Like, uh, we called Zach and Brian the day they got released. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, we were debating on how quickly should we call them because their whole thing fits our game perfectly. They're big on the, the retro action figures. The ring we have with them is awesome. It's kind of our take on the old uh, LJN ring, uh, very similar to that. And um, it's, you know, we put our own our own spin on it and the arena we have is all relating to stuff that they say on the wrestling podcast uh the wrestling major wrestling figure podcast so we thought they would be perfect fits for this game um not only from a marketing standpoint but their audience is very synergistic to our audience and i think it's a good good mix and i like them personally i i was a i love the whole uh brian myers streak losing streak that he did and i love you know i i did love the the long island uh all the all the stuff uh, Zach did on his own to, to and I you know I really respected that where he wasn't getting used so he built up his own his own persona he did it himself on YouTube so I just thought you know those would be two great guys to have Mike again had a relationship with the two of those guys and we got on the phone they had similar concerns about the number the, the amount of social media we 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 dropped it down made an inclusion and really what I've come to realize I put it in the contracts initially but if I make cool stuff that features those guys they post it like i have yet to have to ask somebody unless it was something very specific timing wise that i wanted to get out there for the most part as soon as i tweet them and tag them if it's their stuff like them featured they retweet it regardless you know as an example we put out a, a match some match footage of zach against warhorse and i think zach got beat up or something and he's like i'm getting my ass kicked in this game was his response <laughs> on social media you know and it that just took off you know that got us a lot more followers and just by him doing that his audience you know got into that so i still own the rematch that we got a post uh <laughs> of that particular match so uh but yeah it's been great i mean i'll tell you for the most part i think everybody everybody we've dealt with that we end up signing has been awesome um you know and i don't have too many i mean some guys were that we didn't sign thought they were m worth more than we thought they were worth 
some were worth what they asked for and we just couldn't afford um you know so we get ran the whole gambit of uh of things and you know we're hopeful though we can get a few bigger names for some dlc uh down the line is our, is our goal yeah I, I i can imagine josh shirtoff is just a pain to deal with i mean that guy just <laughs> i'll tell you well we've, we've had him on the show probably four or five times it's just so many demands he only wants like green m&ms like stuff yeah, like I, that I, I, I hear you. His suit had to be a specific color <laughs> in the game. And, uh, yeah, I can only imagine. Well, you talked about uh, downloadable content, and that has been one of the things that I've seen by by following you guys on social media. A lot of people are asking, you know, they, they already want more. The game's not even out yet. Right. And they all, they already say, oh, well, when are we going to get create a player? And when are we going to get female wrestlers in this? And when are we going to get, you know, additional types of matches? And I saw somebody ask the other day, uh, when, when are we, are, can you attack the referee? Can you hit the referee with it? You know, it's, it's things like that, that there's this, there's already this overwhelming, uh, want for downloadable content. And we know that we're getting, we know that d- downloadable content is going to be, a thing because Chris Bay is already, you know, somebody who was very popular in the the Indie Mania tournament but ended up not winning it. You had enough of a a fan uh, support for him to want to make him downloadable content. So Some may say we helped him sign with Impact Wrestling. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't Retromania first. I mean, you would have to think that maybe you're entitled to a certain percentage of whatever contract <laughs> contract he signed and for future earnings, I would say too. Uh, but it it kind of makes you think that is downloadable content something that you are 100% committed to, or is it going to depend on the success of the game? Yeah, so we're definitely Chris is going to be is coming. So that one is 100% uh, coming. Um, the, the rest, it's going to be, you know, as long as we are have some moderate success, then we're going to produce more content, you know. I mean, if, if we're, we're at a big loss after we release the game and we didn't do our job right, which I, I don't think that's going to be the case, but, you know, if we didn't do our job right and there's not enough fan support for the game, you know, financially we won't be able to do more uh, DLC. But I don't – I think we – Based on reactions to everything we posted, I think you're basically what we're showing you is what you're going to get. So people are not going to be surprised when they play the game for the first time of what they're playing. So, and I think so the reaction's been really good. So I would be surprised if we don't have uh, additional DLC. Something you said uh, earlier was about Matt Cardona and Brian Myers being unfortunate. Uh, victims of the mass releases that WWE had, but the fact that that kind of ended up being having a silver lining there because they're both doing very well in Impact right now, and then you were both able to, you know, get them with this project here, and so talked about maybe a possible another make it taking advantage of a bad situation. You might not want to talk bad about another programming company, so I'm going to do it for you anyway. Uh, WWE 2K20 was a huge fumble in the marketplace. I mean, it was not only a, a financial a blunder, but gameplay. It just—I haven't found anybody that really had a you know a lot of positive things to say about it. So much so that 2K21 isn't even happening. You know, their their big franchise has kind of been put on pause as they regroup. Do you think that poor performance kind of could indirectly benefit you or are the games just so different that it's apples and oranges well no i would think it would 
it would definitely help us just in fact just the fact that i think wrestling gamers are underserviced as is so we don't really have a lot of wrestling games to pick from whereas in years past we would get three four five sometimes in a year of you know you had the wwe the wcw you had an ecw game you had a triple a game you had an impact game not necessarily all that happened at the same time but you would get like at least two or three different games every year you know you had the legends of wrestling series in the in the mid uh, 2000s uh you had a, that was when you had a triple a game come out from the mexican lucha libra you had the imp, couple impact versions but now it's like you know that the one good thing for us we're going to be in the top five of wrestling games on every search engine because there aren't <laughs> five wrestling games now. <laughs> right. You know, so if someone searches wrestling game, we're going to come up. So in that regard, I think it's definitely going to benefit, and hopefully we review better. You know, and not – I know those guys who developed that game knew it wasn't ready. You know, I wouldn't say it was the developers. Luckily for us, we don't have um, – stockholders to deal with we don't have that infrastructure to deal with because i'll tell you if we had to have hit our initial release date the same thing would have happened to us um luckily we were smaller and we could we could just push it uh push it out um so we really right now we are answering basically to the people that were gracious enough to pre-order the game um you know i and ideally you know we were going to be out released in july when we accepted pre-orders you know it's been it's going to be a year uh, since we accepted pre-orders for the game. And, you know, everyone, we sent out an update in the newsletter. We got almost zero bad feedback from that. There, everyone who pre-orders is really on board with us doing a good job, um, which I think is the majority of the consent of our fan base. So, um, you know, I think it'll definitely help us that there are you know, fewer, fewer uh, products on the market, uh, less selection. As long as we do our job right, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to do really well. I think what a lot of people are uh, sleeping on with this game too is the talent that you have in the game. It you literally have people in the game who are currently on the WWE roster, currently uh, wrestling for Ring of Honor in New Japan, currently wrestling for Impact Wrestling. Uh, it, it is you know it is a really eclectic mix of yep. legends and current stars and future stars, and it's not. A game where you're going to have, you know, as much as I loved Starman from the original pro wrestling on the Nintendo and the, uh, uh, the, the giant, uh, the, the, uh, the creature, Amazon. creature from the Black Lagoon guy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As much as I, as much as I love them, there's something about being able to wrestle as people that you see on TV that, right. that make it, uh, special. So, if you were uh, if you were not developing this game, if you were the fan and you just saw the the features and the wrestlers uh, presented to you on day one, who would be your first wrestler that you would want to use, and what match or what maybe the story like the ten pounds of gold that you have featured in the game? What would be the first uh, thing that you want would want to go after? I would probably I like the ten pounds of gold because I like the ladder match. Although I put so many quarters in the Royal Rumble, yes. in, in uh, re- the original WrestleFest, I might go that route too. Then WrestleFest never had a story mode, so we have a story mode, so I might go that route as well. It's really tough uh, to, to pin me down. I probably I think I'd start with story mode um, to see what that had its offer because I'm I'd probably be the most curious about what's 
different about their story mode versus any other story modes. Um, I'd probably go probably go that that round. But then again, I might just sneak in a retro rumble mm-hmm. uh, to start. It's a blue meanie, I think. Uh, maybe the blue meanie. There you go, blue meanie and retro rumble. So, yeah. uh, we before we tell the listeners how they can get the game on February 26, I wanted to give you a chance to to do your elevator pitch on why they should get the game. So why is it essential that pro wrestling fans, those underserved pro wrestling video game fans that you've talked about, why is it essential that they download Retro Rumble or Retromania Wrestling in a couple weeks? It's fun. It's fun. That, I mean, it's fun to play. I played my son the other day while we were doing some uh, you know, last-minute testing, and he won the first one. I won the second one. We have some cool gameplay elements in there. We can pick up and play a match pretty quickly. Uh, I, I think it's really – not that it's targeted uh, towards uh, people my age. You know, I'm in my mid-40s now that you know, people grow up in the arcade where they used to kind of go in, play for a few minutes, and that's, you know, that's a match. You can play again. You can put another quarter in, things of that. But it definitely is just that it's fun to pick up and play for a little bit. I'll tell you, I've been, I've been playing this for two years. Um, I, play, I sat down on my couch Saturday night, and I just played the Switch version uh, in handheld mode. For two hours just for fun like i just and i've been playing it every day and i enjoyed it there's just something about the satisfaction of doing like a finishing move to win the match or getting somebody reverse a move and put them in a, a back uh bridge uh, suplex to get a pin and it's just cool little things like that going through 10 pounds of gold mode with somebody else and, and then go to versus mode and you defend the title to whoever you want because you still have the belt um and then going through story mode and go down a different branch that I did the last time because we do have a heel and a face branch on there. So, I mean, it's really it's just fun to play. And I really every match, you know, when you do certain moves are really satisfying. And that's what I think the initial WrestleFest really had, too. When I hit a DDT with Jake, for some reason, it was always satisfying to me when I was playing to hit that move, you know. And uh, I feel like we have the same. We actually have a very similar looking DDT that a bunch of the guys do. And you'll notice that in this game, we kind of pay homage to the original, uh, where we have some of the some very similar animations to remind you of what this was really inspired by. So let's talk about the how. How can the fans get access to this game on February 26th? Uh, there is uh, pre-order information right now, especially for the Nintendo Switch. I believe it's uh, available on your website. But how can we make sure that we are on the Retromania train from day one? So if you subscribe to our newsletter or Twitter or YouTube or Facebook, you'll definitely get a notification as soon as we release. We are guaranteeing February 26th for, for Steam. That's already ready to go. We are waiting on approval on the other consoles right now. So our fingers are crossed we didn't screw anything up to prevent it from launching. But it will be right around the 26th, and Steam is guaranteed the 26th. We're already done it. Uh, like I said, the game's done. I've been playing on my Switch. So I, I have a developer version of the Switch that I can play it on. Um, but if you subscribe to our newsletter or social media, we'll be all over social media. We'll be all over. Uh, we'll be sending out the newsletter as soon as we're live. You can pre-order. There's a $5 discount for pre-ordering on our website for Switch and PC. As soon as we get the final approval, it'll be on the eShops of PSN, uh, Nintendo, and, and the Xbox Store as well. We're also on the II Arcade. For those of you not familiar with that, that is a connected arcade machine that just recently came out. So our game is going to be on the II Arcade Store as well. 
And uh, there's a couple different uh, versions that I had, I had heard discussion about. I think uh, I saw on the website that there is uh, for just a few dollars more, you still it's still a digital code, but you could get like the actual switch case for it with the, you know some extras in there like an instruction book, some stickers and things like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a digital plus is what we called it. We have a deal now with limited run games, so we're going to have a true physical version. I don't know, a couple, several months from now. Uh, we're still we're still figuring out when we want to do that, but we do have a signed deal, so we're definitely going to have a physical release at some point. But for a lot of people were asking, oh, can I get a box? And it was so many emails like that, we decided to do a digital plus. So you get a box, a full 32-page instruction booklet with like a lot of the artwork that we've put produced, new stickers that haven't been produced before that we haven't given out before, and then another surprise. Um, you know, And this will be a little exclusive for, uh, for your audience here because I haven't announced this at all. But Love it. We're close enough now that I can say something. It's a fold-out poster uh, is going to be included in the box as well. And I'm not going to say what that fold-out poster is. I think a lot of people have a good guess of what it is uh, in the game, but it's going to be – it's really cool. It came out really nice. I think people are going to really uh, enjoy it. So there you have it. Big thanks to Mike Herman from RetroSoft Studios taking the time out to talk to us a little bit about Retromania Wrestling, which is dropping February 26th on Steam for the PC, on Xbox, on PlayStation, on Nintendo Switch. Uh, you can pre-order it now, the Switch version, you can pre-order, and also the Steam version, you can pre-order if you go to RetromaniaWrestling.com, and if you pre-order it, you get a little $5 discount there. Uh, so Retromania Wrestling, like I said, go through the roster really quick with you. We've got Hawk and Animal, Tommy Dreamer, Nick Aldis, Colt Cabana, Johnny Retro, Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, the BWO of the Blue Meanie, Big Stevie Cool, Hollywood Nova. we got Nikita Koloff, Jeff Cobb, Zack Sabre Jr., Warhorse, Austin Idol, and on day one, it's Bay Day because Chris Bay is going to be available as downloadable content. You're going to be able to do singles, tag matches, three-ways, four-ways, six-man, eight-man tags. My favorite, the Retro Rumble. Uh, there's going to be elimination matches, two types of steel cages, the chain link and the big blue steel cage. Tornado matches. It's uh, It's looking to be a fun time. I'm really, really looking forward to it. I say that in all honesty because of of how much I enjoyed the, the original WrestleFest game. Uh, from the early 90s, I just it was hard to find a, an arcade that had it, and then when I did find one, I lost so many quarters on it. And to to see that style and presentation, it's very nostalgia is very big with with pro wrestling fans, and and I'm no exception to that. But seeing things that we enjoyed that were just fun, not overly complicated, but just fun. And being, seeing that presented here in 2021 with Retromania Wrestling is very exciting. I love the eclectic roster that they've, that they've gotten. And if the game is successful, we're going to see more uh, downloadable content, as you heard from Mike in the interview. So if you want details on the game, as Mike told you, the best place to go is RetromaniaWrestling.com. They've got videos of the gameplay. They've got controller layout. 
you can sign up for their newsletter to get uh, all the new information they've got links to their YouTube uh, they've got links to their Facebook as well they are Retrosoft Studios on Facebook and they're a fun follow on Facebook by the way a lot of times they'll have uh, classic wrestling footage or wrestling commercials or things like that that they post so they're a fun follow on Facebook as well they are on Twitter at Retrosoft Studio. No S on the end of that at Retrosoft Studio. But like I said, RetromaniaWrestling.com is probably the best place to check out everything that you want to know about the game. It's just so cool to look. just look at some of the videos and tell me that you're not going to be enthralled with this game when it comes out. Uh, the 10 pounds of gold storyline, the the different arenas for all the wrestlers. It's going to be something really cool in the wrestling video game space that we kind of need right now. Wrestling video games desperately need something that's fun, that's pick up and play, but that also has real wrestlers rather than just make-believe guys like the Amazon or Starman like we talked about in the in the interview so again shout out to Mike Herman thanks for taking out the time for us February 26 guys on Steam Nintendo Switch PlayStation Xbox if you want to pre-order it now for the Switch or Steam go to RetromaniaWrestling.com and you can pre-order and get even get a $5 discount uh, or for $5 more Get that digital plus version that comes with the case, it comes with the full instruction booklet, it comes with the stickers, it comes with the poster. Lots of options for you if you're interested in checking out Retromania Wrestling, which I super, super highly suggest. Uh, thanks everybody for downloading, listening, and subscribing. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dan Rhino, D-A-N-R-Y-N-O. The show is at Rhino underscore wrestling. Uh, you can also catch me most weeks on the STF Underground podcast. That's our sister podcast here on ProWrestling.com, hosted by Doug E. Wrestling. Uh, Doug's show drops every Friday on ProWrestling.com and all podcast platforms. And like I said, I'm on there uh, most weeks. So if you don't get enough of me here, you can check me out over there most weeks as well. Again, thanks to ProWrestling.com. Thanks everybody for downloading, listening, subscribing, and spreading the word. Check out Retromania Wrestling, and don't kick out of each other's finishers. See ya!